Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show right here on a Tuesday on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Joining us now, as he does every single week, it's our guy TB, the former Catamount Hoops coach, the legend himself, Tom Brennan. TB, we missed you last week. How are you? Oh, my God. You you know my boy. I'm day-to-day. You know that. <laughs> we are all day-to-day. Look, I'm telling you, I'm getting pretty jacked up right now, UVM Hoops season. We are what now? It's September 21st. We got to be less than a couple of weeks away from practice here. I am fired up myself, my friend. Obviously, it's going to be interesting because we have a new, uh, pretty much a new staff, you know. Yes. And, uh, and I think that's going to that is going to portend for some interesting things. And uh, I think one thing when you you know when there is some movement in a staff and you get fresh faces in there and fresh ideas and and things that have been done differently. And and again, we don't have to do them too much differently because we've been pretty good. But my point being is when you get someone new and enthusiastic in a situation that we're getting guys, uh, I think that's wonderful. And we also have Ryan Schneider, who is a, a kind of a bell cow from the staff who will move up to associate head coach and a very, very bright guy. And uh, and so I, I think we're in good shape. And, and, and let me tell you this, man, from a guy who coached a team that was three and 24 and the guy who coached a team that was 25 and eight, I'd much rather have good players. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not throwing my first teams under the bus. Don't get me wrong, but you know, uh, players make up for a lot of coaching. Coaching. What about? Go ahead. Talk to me about Kyle Saplicki. He was the associate head coach here for a bunch of years. He was thought to be the head coach in waiting here if John Becker ever left. Um, I guess uh, the first part of my question is, are you surprised that he left in general, considering he kind of had the inside track at the job if it was ever open? I am surprised. To be quite honest, I'm surprised. Or let me say this. I was surprised until I spoke with him. And then after I spoke with him, then I wasn't so surprised because, uh, you know, if you if you look at it this way now, he didn't say this to me. He didn't say this to me, but somebody else said it to me, and it's really true. Tell me which America East assistant wouldn't go to Pitt. None. There was not one that wouldn't go to Pitt. Now, if there would have been one, it would have been Kyle, because as you said, he was in waiting here and named the best assistant coach and on and on. Uh, but I think, like all of us, uh, he just wanted a, a new adventure. I, I do really believe that. Like, you know, we're, we're and you can always come back. I mean, if, if if it doesn't matter if he went to Timbuktu, if the job opened up in next year or the year after, and he said, I'd like to have it, he'd certainly be a candidate uh, as strong a one as, as we could have. So, so from that end, uh, just the sense of adventure, um, which is kind of interesting to me because the Suplikis didn't do that too much. You know, <laughs> they, <laughs> that was just not their nature. So, for him to do that, I think it's it's good for him. Uh, you know, we're in great shape here. We're, we should not miss him, really, uh, in, in terms of uh, leaving the cupboard bare or not getting us players or things like that. So, it, it, but was I surprised? Yeah, I was. I was very surprised until he explained it to me. Now it's not so surprising anymore. Now he's going to Pitt, as you said. He's going to be like the director of basketball ops there. So he's not going to be an on-court coach like he was here. Would you consider, even though it's a bigger school, is that a better job to not be an on-court coach after having been one for several years? Well, that's been uh, – I think that's been changed. I think he is going to be mm. on the court. Yeah, I think he is going to be on the court. And and I think one of the reasons for that, Braid, is uh, all the COVID stuff, you know. Like there are no rules now. It's like the Wild West. People kind of do what they want, you know. And so everybody is getting a little time to kind of sense things and see what works and what doesn't. And uh, but I think I and I think in his case, 
I'm almost certain of it, that he will be allowed uh, to participate in practices on the floor. But that being said, I know that Coach Capel uh, really felt uh, that recruiting, he could really help him in recruiting, um, and, um, and, and that he was a very, very bright guy. I know those things from myself from talking to Capel. So I, I um, you know, I, I'm happy for him. I'm, I'm sad because of all the guys. You know, I've known him, and uh, I knew him when he was born, and his parents are dear friends and the whole family. And uh, like I said, my first my first recruiting uh, visit at William & Mary was 984 Pine Street to get Keith, and I'll never hmm. forget it. And I go by there every day to get, go to Clingers to get my bread, and uh, <laughs> it, just, it just makes my heart sing every time I do it. Do you think that this decision by Saplicki to leave – means that John Becker is more likely to stay. Like we've seen the coach and waiting thing not work at other places, right? Like Mike Hopkins was going to be the coach and waiting at Syracuse and then just got tired of waiting for Jim Beheim to retire. And he eventually left to go to Washington. Do you think that this has any bearing on what Becker's doing? Like is Becker now going to be a lifer here at UVM and there is no uh, that's look. A, that's a very good question. I, I, it certainly, if you were a conspiracy guy, you would certainly say, yeah, he just got tired of waiting, you know, but I, I, I don't know that that's true. And I don't I just don't know. I don't know what John's situation is going to become, Brady. And the reason I say this is not anything to do with him or the team, but more importantly, to do with the school. What's the school going to do? What are they going to do for him uh, financially? And I don't even mean for him. And I know he doesn't mean for him. I mean, for recruiting, for travel, for all the things that you need to do to step up. The building isn't finished yet. I know that very much bothers him. You know, nothing he can do, uh, not no sense to worry, but those things I think are, are, are so much in the mix now that nobody knows, like, like, like you're saying, well, next year the BC job's going to open. He'd be perfect for that. And that, or, or like when the, uh, when Lonergan left the George, uh, Washington, that was, that kind of fit him perfectly, you know? And, uh, but I don't think – I think, one, I think John does love it here. I don't think there's any doubt. But it's just hard to, um, you know, to realize that, it, you know, if you go up one level, you make $2 million a year. It's just a lot, a lot of money, you know. So I don't know. I, I, I know he likes it here. I know we like him here, I'm speaking for, for my group, from the, from the Nicholson seats, you know. And it, who, who could have done a better job? But this is such a fluid business, and the money is so great at the next level. Uh, that you just – I could not say for sure that I can see him staying here forever. You know, I've, I've had a chance to talk a lot with Todd Woodcroft, the new hockey coach there on the men's side. They're getting a lot of stuff, and it's it's some of it's being done creatively. You know, he's getting some volunteer assistance with big names. They're not all being paid big money, but I got to imagine the staff that he has assembled is not particularly cheap to do so. It seems like men's hockey is getting a lot of attention. How do you view that from the men's basketball side? Are you – jealous resentful are you walking in and asking for stuff yourself now how are you viewing that oh man you're asking the wrong guy <laughs> i'm if i'm john uh i'm not worried about it too much because uh, truth be told uh i, I want to say this gently i don't want to say it like a wise guy we're the bell cow now now we are now that doesn't mean we're in com uh, competition with hockey at all or uh like i said when i got here i just thought man just just get a little bit better, and you'll get people to come to your games. Well, now, hockey's in a situation. They just got to get a little bit better, and they'll get people to come to their games. They know they will. You know, they've been a champion. They've been to the Frozen Four. So I uh, I would not be jealous from our end, but I, I'm certainly in there banging away if I'm John uh, for whatever it is that he needs. 
And and let me say this as a as a former basketball coach there, I think it's so important to be good in hockey. I think it's a big, big deal. And um, you know, and there's no reason we've proven that you can't be good at both at the same time. There's no reason for that. So but yeah, I, I think it's important for us to be good in hockey. And um and and you know, this is a guy, uh old coach here, he's he he's leaving no stone unturned, you know that, and he's gonna uh, go get in there and try to fight for everything he can for his program, which we all expect all of us to do. As I think about the team and I think about the season starting here in a little, you know, over a month and change, which player are you most excited to watch this year? That's a veteran. Ryan Davis, Benny Shungu. Yes. Who are you most excited Ryan to watch? Davis. Ryan Davis, you know why? Um, uh, and it's funny. I, I was, I was killing him. Uh, I was with him the other day and I said, uh, I said, remember when you used to take all those threes when you were freshman? You never made one. <laughs> and he said, <laughs> he said, I made some. I made some. And uh, I said, you know, I'd go to Coach Suplicki and say, God, do you really think he can shoot those? Do you think he can make them? <laughs> and he said, yeah, yeah, Coach, he can make them. Don't you worry about it. He'll, he'll start making them. And, of course, he's made so many big ones since he's been here. So he is the guy. I am much, so much more anxious to follow him. And you know why Brady, because I think of Taylor in his fifth year and yeah. I think of this guy in his, the fifth year, man, makes such a big difference, such a difference. And now you're coming back as MVP, you know, hard worker, got, got a good insight. You know, he's just a really good player. So I'm, I'm expecting his, uh, his growth to be exponential as we, we like to say in the college ward words. And, uh, and I can't wait to watch him. I think he's going to have a great year and I think we're going to have a great year. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Catamounts are going to be in that Gulf Coast Showcase down in Florida this year again. So got a lot of good stuff coming up at Patrick Jim this year. So, TB, we appreciate you, and we will talk to you again next week. Wait, was there a poem this week? No. You know what? I'm, you know, I'm losing my juice a little bit. I can't uh, – but I, I promise I'll have one for you. I read you the DeChambeau, right? You did, yeah. That was good. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I didn't write another one because that's so fitting for the times now. <laughs> <laughs> well tb we will talk to you again soon you're the best my boy good luck. all right you buddy good work see ya i know corm appreciates those 20-hour days <laughs> yeah and i know corm appreciated having you corm and the coach back together recently i uh, loved it loved it i'd do it three days a week if we could <laughs> uh, tb until next week all right my boy you be good all right bye